This podcast is a production of Phoenix Media. Explore more episodes of this show and other great shows on the Phoenix Media Podcast Network by visiting phoenixmedia.us. The views expressed do not necessarily represent those of the company or its advertisers and may contain language that's unsuitable for younger listeners. Laugh it up, fuzzball. I'm about to do to you what Limp Bizkit did to music in the late 90s. Surely you can't be serious. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. Here goes the last DJ. I wash my hands of this weirdness. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is Thursday, August 20th. We are your daily dose of laughs and levity in a crazy, crazy world. I'm joined by my co-host, Tony Sanfilippo, freshly adjusted. How you doing today? Great. Uh, you know, went to bed late, uh, but woke up early enough, uh, showered and headed to do the, uh, I don't know why you guys didn't know I showered, but <laughs> showered to, to wake up. That's where that came from. There you go. And then uh, I went down to the Cairo. I went to Cairo, Egypt, right? According to the voice Texas sent to Chris. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. I was a little confused. Yeah, yeah Justin representing uh, the Avalanche today. They kicked the living crap out of the Coyotes yesterday advancing to round two of the Stanley Cup. So Ooh. some good stuff going on in Colorado. Uh, got some good hockey going on. Looking good. Very cool. Good. Very cool. Yes. Yeah, I'm glad can't that... Go, can't go watch it, but, uh, you know, can still support it from afar. So. Yeah, you can watch it from home. Watch it on TV. Yeah. So I usually catch the highlights with uh, my late shift, so... <laughs> yeah, I can't imagine they want you to watch a TV while you're at work. Nope, nope. I got to just uh, nose to the grind, you know, and just keep going. And then when I get home, it's a it's a sweet treat to see that they kicked so much butt. But yeah, other than that, man, I'm doing good. How you doing this morning? I'm good. How you doing? I'm good. It's Thursday, the third day. And, uh, you know, just uh, getting ready for the weekend. But in the meantime, we've got a show to do. So I'm going to go ahead and ask my question for my co-host today. Now, they say in relationships that, uh, you know, there's that old adage, don't go to bed angry. You know, they say, uh, if you get into a fight, you know, try to work it out before you head to bed. And that way, you know, everybody, you know, wakes up feeling refreshed and, and you know, things have um, smoothed over, hopefully overnight. Uh, you know, Tony, for you, obviously, you've been in relationships and, you know, who hasn't been in a relationship without a fight or two? You know, how do you go yeah. about smoothing things over uh, and sticking to that adage of don't go to bed angry, if that's something that you do? Well, that's always great advice. My aunt gave me that advice a long time ago, and I tried to apply it in a past life uh, that never really went well. It was if she was pissed, you were in the doghouse seven days, sir. Seven <laughs> days. <laughs> so that then, didn't really work in that scenario. But so I've tried to apply it in. I haven't had too many like relate serious relationships since then. Um, 
I found that I did try once uh, with the last girlfriend. I did try to talk it out. And the only problem is, is you can say don't go to bed mad. Um, but I, th- I think Vince Neil said it best in Motley Crue. Girl, don't go to bed mad. Girl, just go away. <laughs> Not really what he said. He said don't walk away, right? Right. But uh, yeah, no, it doesn't work if the girl or your partner doesn't want to talk about it if they're just like oh, i ain't talking about it i'm done nothing you do is going to solve it so you're kind of screwed so you have to kind of find that inner peace like eh, i tried maybe that just was years of getting used to yeah day one of doghouse <laughs> starts tomorrow there you go some call of duty yeah you know it's in any relationship it has to be sort of a two-sided thing so hopefully both partners are under that adage of uh, don't go to bed angry willing to talk it out but uh, in some relationships yeah you know you're in the doghouse for seven days and then they stick it in their back pocket just ready to pull it out like a uh, red card in soccer um, you damn right <laughs> the you minute are... uh, you know you do something that happened wrong. to you a few times too I think oh yeah <laughs> oh yeah well uh, with all that being said here's a woman who certainly didn't heed that advice either and uh, hopefully uh, this is a story out of Florida hopefully it's not one of your Florida man stories, but uh, a fight at sea led a woman op- uh, led to a woman opening up a hatch on their boat and urinating on her husband, who was asleep in the cabin below. Deputies said they were called to Rooker Island, located in the Gulf of Mexico, off the coast of Tarpon Springs. The victim said he and his wife, 48-year-old Heather Smith, were on their cabin cruiser boat when they got into an argument for an unknown reason. Then, as the man was sleeping, Smith opened the front port hatch that's located above the boat's interior cabin and urinated on her husband down below. Deputies said Smith bit the victim on the stomach after she urinated on him. As evidenced by his injuries, Smith was arrested on domestic battery. So, uh, oof. I mean... Battery! <laughs> gonna go to Target, gonna go out to sea, gonna pee on me. Battery! <laughs> I was going to say she went to bed pissed. Yeah, literally. There's your pun. We haven't had puns in a while. I know. That's a good pun. So long I haven't give even... Your, give yourself some drums, sir. There we go. Well played. <laughs> so, uh, wow. I, I want to know what the argument was about, because anything that warrants <laughs> that you... sort of retaliation had to have been an interesting argument. Yeah, could you imagine? Like, you get literally you know and figuratively pissed off with one another and then you're in deep sleep dude and your girl's peeing on you what the hell or or reverse it what if what if it's your guy and you're the girl and you dudes pee on like what the hell you do that right i hate you right now do what i like it shut up (laughs) and to add insult to injury she bit him on the stomach as well after she peed on him ah dang yeah yeah You know what? You're going to get thrown overboard. You better stop. I'm surprised you didn't. Yeah, yeah. You know what would be happening? Uh, A first-class trip back to Rooker Island, and your ass is off the boat, chick. (laughs) See ya! (laughs) Well, despite some odd news this morning, we have a wonderful show lined up for you guys today. It is Thursday. Let's talk about today's show, shall we? The third day, all right? Monday, one day. Tuesday, two day. Wednesday? When? Huh? What day? Thursday! (laughs) The third day, okay? It is the third day. As we do on Thursdays, we talk about America's penis and the strange things that happen down there. Yes, we're 
talking about Florida Man. We have a segment. Florida Man. <laughs> we have a segment called Anyway, we're married now. Our call-in topic today is the biggest waste of money you've ever made. We have a segment called Siri and Alexa Hacks. We have this day in history, and when we come back, Tony is here with the entertainment news. Folks, don't go anywhere, and always remember... After these messages, we'll be right back. Want to expand your advertising dollar? Sponsor this or any America Matters program by calling 775-827-8900, extension 2. Now, back to the show. And we are back to the show. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is Thursday, August 20th. Now, we love hearing from you guys. We love the interaction both on our Facebook page and when you give us a call on the Phoenix line. The Phoenix Line is a 24-hour-a-day, seven-day-a-week voicemail line, giving you guys the opportunity to leave a message on anything whatsoever. All we ask is that you keep it entertaining. Now, that number is 855-PHOENIX-RADIO. That's 855-F-E-N-I-X-R-D-O or 855-336-4973. Again, any topic, you could comment on something that we're talking about. We will compile those together and put them out in a future show, just like we did yesterday. So I uh, encourage you guys to call. Now it is the second segment of this show, and that means Tony's here with the entertainment news. Good morning, everybody. It is Thursday, August 20th, and let's roll with the Filippo Fast. All right. We was just talking about this on uh, commercial break, but just if you have an Xbox One, and you have Xbox Game Pass. Battletoads is out today, right now. Go play it. Play it. Well, no, no, no. Wait till the show's over and then go play it. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Don't don't do it now. So, but anyways, that game's out now. Uh, Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War drops this holiday season. It will be set in the '60s Cold War era with USSR conflict in Russia. Call of Duty, play you. <laughs> Olivia Wilde will direct a Marvel movie for Sony. Strong rumors suggest it could be Spider-Woman. Jennifer Grey and Clark Gregg file for divorce after 19 years of marriage. No one puts Agent Coulson in the corner. (laughs) So for those that don't know, Clark Gregg is Agent Phil Coulson. Jennifer Grey is baby from Dirty Dancing. So yeah, divorce after 19 years. And the Duff, is it the Duffer Brothers? Duffer Brothers? I'm going to flip on that. Duffer. The Duffer Brothers, Christian's friends from Chapman University, say Stranger Things Season 4 won't end the series. So good news, there will be a Season yeah. 5. Right on. And that was your Filippo Fast Five. Let's roll on to the actual entertainment news. We're going to start in the world of movies, and we're going to go down to the Alamo Draft House. I know not everybody has those. Uh, there's only one in Colorado. Oh, I wish we uh, did. I wish more. I wish Fort Collins had one. I wish... My friend Mikey and Lacey in Nebraska had them. I wish you had them in Nevada. But if you do happen to have an Alamo Draft House near you, it's offering the most excellent news. Excellent! Bill and Ted Face the Music will screen for free. Really? That's right. Free at Alamo Draft House locations on August 26, 2020, a day before the film hits select theaters and video on demand. Alamo Drafthouse has been closed for five long months, 
feels like it's been forever (laughs) in the wake of the dumb COVID-19 pandemic. The popular venue will begin to reopen the doors in select locations starting August 26th. It's going to reopen more venues in the following weeks. Uh, CEO Shelly Taylor had this to say. We are incredibly excited to welcome everyone back to the Alamo Drafthouse. Tenant, the New Mutants, and Bill and Ted Face the Music are made for the big screen experience. We've all dearly missed going to the movies, and with our many enhanced safety protocols, we feel that we can come together again confidently and securely. Oh, I agree, Shelley. We should have done this a long time ago. Bill and Ted Face the Music is one of the many films that has seen its release date shifted due to COVID-19. It ultimately decided that instead of debuting exclusively at theaters, it will simultaneously launch on premium video on demand and in cinemas on August 27th. But if you have an Alamo draft house near you, no need to fear. Go see it for free. Among other titles you could go see while you're at the Alamo draft house will include Inception, Back to the Future, and Donnie Darko. They'll have others at different ones. There's another program called Masks. It's a nod to Pandemic's infamous accessory. So Draft House will be celebrating masked heroes and villains alike, offering 1989 Batman, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, Mad Max Fury Road, and The Mask of Zorro. So I don't know, Christian. I know the answer to that, and you know the answer to me, although I won't be going down there to see it. But if you had the Alamo Draft House near you, would you go back to the theater, and would you see Bill and Ted? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, d- d- does a bear crap in the woods? I right. mean, come on, that's a pretty common one. Especially so, uh, if it's free. That makes it even yeah. that much better. Oh, man. And then I I know I didn't report it. I'm sure it did get reported maybe on an episode I wasn't on, but the AMC offering 15-cent movies, 25-cent yep. movies. Yeah. So, you know, it's going to be cool in the next week, next few days. This weekend, you're going to go see some movies. I'm going to try to see movies. So it's going to be a good time. It's great to be back on that. So finally, you know, it reminds finally. me, you said five months, but it reminds me of the opening of uh, Avengers Endgame where it's like five years <laughs> later. Exactly. Oh, God. Isn't that <laughs> the truth? Uh, well, speaking of Avengers, one former Avenger who was supposed to have a movie that opened up on my birthday, but it didn't happen. Uh, and I'm talking Black Widow. Um, so there, this hasn't come out as official, but uh, the upcoming Mulan has set a major precedent with opening both in limited theaters and on Disney Plus through the premier, premium premiere access level. Everyone's now wondering whether Black Widow will be given the same treatment when it arrives November. And uh, seems as if Black Widow has been listed on a video on demand site. So um, as first noticed by MCU Cosmic, there isn't art, any artwork attached to the listing. So it could have just been possibly generated. But this happened with Mulan and that turned out to be true. So it's very possible that Mulan or uh, Black Widow will also be appearing on demand. So but hopefully the theaters uh, will have everything kind of tied up by then where... They've got a good flow. People are feeling comfortable and coming back to the point that uh, they'll be able to uh, see this. Because to me, Black Widow is most definitely 
worth going uh, back to a theater for. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And, uh, you know, hopefully at that point in November, maybe they'll take the Bill and Ted Road and uh, open it both simultaneously in the theaters and then have it available for uh, video on demand through Disney+. And if that's the case, then I'll go to the theaters to see it. Absolutely. And I know not everybody feels they're ready to go back to theaters. Our buddy Mikey, he just texted me. He said, uh, you couldn't pay me to sit in a theater with Recycle there for two plus hours yet. Definitely don't blame them. Um, you want to stay clean and clear, you know. Uh, so that's why the video on demand portion is really awesome. So, you know, you'd catch my butt at a theater, but not everybody. Um, moving on from that, um, Netflix unveiled the cast of Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio. Okay. All right. So sharp, sharpen your whittling knives. Mix your paints and prepare for a visit from the Blue Fairy because Netflix announced that Guillermo Yamero del Toro's upcoming stop-motion animated musical feature, Pinocchio, is coming. And here's the cast. All right. Gregory, Gregory Mann will sing and dance as Pinocchio with Ewan McGregor as Cricket. They didn't say Jiminy Cricket, just Cricket. Hmm. And David Bradley, he from Game of Thrones, as Geppetto. Other cast members include Academy Award winner Tilda Swinton from Snowpiercer. Academy Award winner Christopher Waltz. Finn Wolfhard, <laughs> our friend from the Proton Pack, Academy Award winner Kate Blanchett, John Turturro, Ron Perlman, Time Blake Nelson from Oh Brother Where Art Thou, and Bern Gorman. All right. Uh, yeah, so that is going yeah. to be the cast. Some so, big names. Some big names in there, absolutely. Yeah. And it, it wouldn't be a Guillermo del Toro project without Ron Perlman popping up somewhere. Yeah, absolutely. Mr. Hellboy himself. Yep. So, uh, you know, it's on Netflix. Shit. Uh, Gilmero del Toro said Netflix was the perfect partner and the perfect platform to launch this. And you know what? It's not half bad. Netflix has got some stellar movies. I still need to catch The Old Guard and uh, uh, the superhero one that just came out with uh, oh, Jamie Oh, Project Fox. Power. We watched that. Project. And it was entertaining. It's well worth a watch. Okay, so I got to check that. I mean, especially if you're paying for Netflix anyways, the original content alone is great. Uh, yep. Like uh, the Umbrella Academy, I, I really want to get into that. So, um, But here nor there, I got, a, I got about another minute for your entertainment needs. Yep. So uh, let's stay in the realm of superheroes. Uh, Jim Lee confirms that all of DC's universe shows are going to be on HBO Max. Oh, finally. So, yes. The original content that is on the DCU universe is migrating to HBO Max, said Lee. Truthfully, that's the best platform for that content. The amount of content you get, not just DC, but generally from Warner Media, is huge. And it's the best value proposition. If I'm allowed to use that marketing term, we feel that's this is the place for that, said Lee. He indicated that the DC universe will remain as an online resource for just DC's comic book library. Okay. But in regards to everything else, um, we'll be jumping over to HBO Max. Um, it's already started slowly with Doom Patrol and the Harley Quinn animated series. Yep. Um, Stargirl will be back for a second season. However, that won't stream on DC Universe anymore. But uh, Titans, Young Justice, I'll be heading to HBO Max. So finally, some good news for those like my buddy Christian that has HBO Max. I have two other stories. I will save those for another day. All so right. Let's roll on. Well, before I say roll on to the birthdays, 
How excited are you about that news? Oh, very excited. It's uh, the whole reason I signed up for HBO Max. So uh, all I have to say is finally. Finally, it has happened to me. Let's roll on to the birthdays. It's my birthday. Oh, yeah, baby. We got some birthdays today. Miss Demi Lovato. She turns 27 today. Uh, the second Spider-Man, Andrew Garfield, turns 36. I didn't know he was that old. I didn't um, he looks super young. Yeah. Uh, Amy Adams, who also looks super young, is 45. Seriously. Well, not super young, but she looks more our age in our 30s. Uh, Robert Plant of Led Zeppelin is 72. Uh, Al Roker is 65. Let's, let's see what's happening in your neck of the woods. Yeah, Fred Durst. Boy, he's 49, for, uh, lead singer Limp Bizkit. Uh, former Rockies uh, first baseman legend Todd Helton is 46. And a couple of heavenly birthdays, Isaac Hayes, who played Chef. He was 65 when he passed away. And sadly, our one of our favorite guitar players, Dimebag Daryl of Pantera, mm. passed away when he was 38. Not by choice, but by some idiot. Went on stage and unfortunately murdered him. Ah, sigh. But he was 38 when he passed. But today would have been Dime's birthday. So fire up that Pantera, get your pool. And that was your celebrity birthdays for August 20th. Right on. Well, that does it for the entertainment news. When we come back, we talk about America's penis and the strange thing that happens down there. Strange things, to be specific. Yes, it's Florida, man. Don't go anywhere. We'll be back in a few. Unable to listen to the whole show? A recording of today's program will be available later today. Visit americamatters.us and click on the podcast link. Now back to the show. And we are back. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is Thursday, August 20th. We are all over social media with many of you watching us right now on Facebook Live or YouTube Live. We also rebroadcast every evening on the AUN TV network. That's 13 TV stations across Northern California and Northern Nevada. So if you can't catch us in the morning when we go live, you can always catch us in replay as a late show on any of those stations. Now, if you want to get a hold of me on social media, I am available at facebook.com forward slash Christian Phoenix Radio. That's Christian with a K. Phoenix with an F, radio, of course, with an R, or on Instagram at Christian Phoenix. Tony's available at facebook.com forward slash Tony.sanfilippo. That's S A N F I L I P P O dot nine four, or on Instagram at Tony.sanfilippo eighty one. Now, being that it is Thursday, something we like to explore is uh, no better way to describe it than America's penis and the strange things that happen down there. Yes, we are talking Florida man. Way to go, a-hole! Oh yeah, time to go down to the land where the crazy times never stop happening. So let's, let's saddle on up, kitties, and let's go on down to Orlando. There was a this one, I'll just read it, and I'll tell you. So basically, the headline is, Florida man arrested after punching neighbor over a Biden campaign sign. 
Not only that, but he allegedly punched his neighbor in the face after they got into an argument of the placement of the sign. The Volusia County Sheriff's Office said Anthony Vulo, 55, admitted to tossing the sign from his neighbor's front yard in the town of DeBerry, which is a suburb of Orlando. Fox 35 Orlando reported Vulo was upset because he believed the neighbor, 48, deliberately placed the political sign in front of his own sign. There was a brief shouting match before some shoving and the alleged punch that connected with the left side of the neighbor's face, according to the station. The altercation was broken up, and the neighbor declined medical attention. Vulo said the neighbor pushed him first. He also allegedly claimed to have struck the victim after the neighbor tried to punch him and missed. The station reported a witness account seemed to support the alleged victim's claim. Oh, come on, man. You're the guy yelling here! Yeah, do it! No, you can't do it! Uh, it amazes me how, how petty people are, especially during election time. Do you recall during the last election cycle, uh, there was a guy who uh, he put a political sign out front and it kept getting stolen and he didn't know why. So he decided to set up a webcam and then hook the uh, the metal portion of the sign that stakes into the ground to a battery terminal and uh, caught the guy who went to go rip it out of the ground and it gave him a shock. <sighs> that's awesome yeah, it just, yeah. it's hardcore yeah you know what it's election time support who you want to support just as long as you vote that's all that matters that's exactly like, it. it doesn't matter which side you are just vote yeah. and, and respect your fellow human let them have their opinion you right. have yours let them have theirs that's why we Anywho's. live in this great country exactly well we don't live in florida but let's go back to florida we're going down to the villages in Florida. I don't know where that is, but uh, a man villages. who crashed his golf, court while, golf cart while driving it drunk through the villages said he was driven to drink after watching President Donald Trump on TV. Deputies said they were called to a single vehicle golf cart crash the evening of July 30th on Rainy Trail and Buena Vista Boulevard. Um, they questioned 82-year-old Carrie Devan. He said he hit a wall inside the golf cart tunnel while driving home. His red golf cart had what appeared to have a broken axle, leading deputies to believe he ran over a concrete curb. <laughs> Reports said Devan was slurring his words and smelled of alcohol, a uh, duh, as deputies were questioning him about the crash. He was not injured and no property was damaged. He claimed that two hours prior, he saw Trump speaking on TV and got really mad, so he started drinking vodka. Uh, he admitted to drinking. He thought he was okay to drive, yet he was unable to stand on his own or complete any field sobriety tests. Breath tests show that his blood alcohol content was 0.149 and 1 or 0.148 during two different tests. He was arrested on a DUI charge. <laughs> <laughs> it's not my fault. It's not my fault, man. The president pissed me off. <laughs> now, now, to be fair, um, aside from getting angry, I'm sure there is some sort of drinking game that exists anytime Trump gives a speech just because of the things that he says and does just across oh. the board. That would be interesting Could you imagine? to explore. You're like, okay, what offensive things is he going to say? Oh, okay. Well, too late. Okay. <laughs> awesome. But we're moving out of the world of politics. So, see, I had a Biden, I had a Trump, and I didn't write it. I didn't do it. Just Florida did it. Florida man accused of climbing onto a semi in a traffic. It will climb onto a semi in traffic during a road rage incident. Let's go down to Brevard County, Florida. Following an argument on a busy interstate, 
a Florida man got out of his vehicle and climbed up onto the cab of a semi-truck to confront the driver. Deputies said traffic was at a standstill on I-95 Thursday when Richard Robitaille, I might call him Robotron. There you go. Richard Robotron, 37, got into an argument with a 65-year-old man driving a semi-truck. After the verbal altercation, Robotron got out of his vehicle, climbed the steps leading up to the cab of the semi, and continued the argument. The semi-truck driver attempted to burn Robotron with a cigarette, which caused Robotron to push the driver's arm away, according to report. Robotron was arrested on charge of battery on a person 65 or older. Has the planet gone mad? Yes. And Robotron is a cool name. His real is. name is hard to say, so I like that. Robotron! <laughs> All right. Still in the veins of Florida, baby. Let's go on down, because a Florida man swallowed a bag of meth, nearly hit some patrol car while fleeing from police. Way to go, oh, This guy looks like a winner. I got to share this on the page. We're going down to Polk County, kids. Uh, Polk County police in Florida reported the arrest of 43-year-old man who said he was fleeing from officers, nearly hit a patrol car, swallowed a bag of meth. Um, he was dry. He was, uh, his name's Daryl Bailey. He was driving a Dodge Ram truck and in Mulberry, Florida, I guess that's where that is. He had a warrant out for his arrest for failing to register as a sex offender. Ooh, boy, this guy is just the jackpot of winning. winners, man. Ladies. Oof. After deputies activated their lights and sirens, Bailey made a U-turn, drove through a parking lot and headed West on Shepherd road. Near the intersection of County Line Road, a deputy attempted <clears throat> a PIT, which is a precision immobilization technique maneuver on the Dodge, causing it to spin. After the maneuver, Bailey was able to regain control of his car while well, he was driving a truck. As he continued to flee, he nearly hit an occupied police car, as well as driving over a fence and hitting in a shed. Speaking to Newsweek, the police department's public inform- information officer, Brian Brucci said Bailey told deputies he was just trying to dodge <laughs> in his Dodge. He's trying to dodge in his Dodge. Uh, the patrol car he nearly hit. After Bailey struck the shed, he came to a stop. At that point, deputies apprehended him. According to his release, Bailey admitted he fled from deputies because he thought he had warrants out for his arrest and he had meth on him. To get rid of the meth, Bailey decided to swallow it. Uh, following his arrest, Polk County Police Sheriff Grady Judd released a statement calling the entire incident an epic fail. He had a warrant out. He had a warrant for failing to register as a sex offender. He failed to stop for deputies. He failed at getting away. He made a lot of choices today, but failed several times at these choices. We're extremely grateful, though, that he failed to hit our deputy with his truck. Police Department posted mate Bailey's mugshot on Facebook with the caption that read, the good news is that we caught him and no deputies were heard. The bad is the bad news is, well, there is none unless you're Daryl. <laughs> oh, Daryl. And I'm going to share this because his mugshot, he's got tattoos everywhere. He is the epitome of uh, Florida man. I so... can't wait to see. He gets a solid. Way to go, a-hole. Woo. All right. Nasty man. Oh, oh, we got time yeah. for one more. Or was that it? Uh, if you have a quick headline, maybe. A quick headline. There you go. Florida man floods jail cell by repeated by repeatedly flushing toilet. Say what? So, John Adams stole a Schwinn bike a Schwinn bike from a garage, got arrested. He got 
and uh, he got booked for one night in jail. And he was so irate, he banged the cell doors, and he kept flushing the toilet until the booking room flooded. So <laughs> uh, that took place in Brevet or Melbourne, Florida. So yep. there you go. Yep. Florida man. He gets another Everybody go, a-hole. <laughs> a-holes. Uh, well, folks, that does it for another wonderful installment of Flor- Florida Man. When we come back, we have a segment called Anyway, We're Married Now. Don't go anywhere. Woo! We'll be back in a few. To join the conversation, call 844-790-TALK. That's 844-790-8255. Now back to the show. Now back to the show indeed. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is Thursday, August 20th. Now, if you missed a portion of the show or you want to go back and catch up on any of the previous shows, it's easy enough to do so. Head over to americamatters.us, click on the shows and podcasts link, scroll on down to the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. From there, you can get video, you can get audio as well, or head over to wherever you get podcasts. That's Apple, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, Anchor Breaker, TuneIn, iHeart, about 20 in all. While you're there, be sure to subscribe. That way you always have the latest episode. Leave a review. That way we know what you think. And tell your friends, because sharing is caring. Speaking of caring, this next segment is titled, Anyway, We're Married Now. Uh, there's, it's no secret I am a somewhat newly engaged man. Uh, Jesse and I got uh, engaged last uh, October on Halloween, and uh, did it in, I think, probably a a fitting manner. I pretended to be a trick-or-treater and uh, rang the doorbell. When she came to the door, I was on my knee with a ring, and, uh, you know, of course... What took place afterwards was that she said yes, and uh, you know, we, we hadn't given much thought to planning the marriage, um, you know, when the wedding date would be, what time of year, what it was going to be, but obviously with the whole coronavirus pandemic, all of that, all of it's been put on hold a little bit. Now, uh, the way we met is actually we went to high school together way back when. Since then, I had moved away, had gotten married, had kids, got divorced, and then we reconnected after years and uh, ended up together. You know, I guess you could call it a meet-cute, if all things. So, in that vein, I pulled up a list of uh, people who posted their, anyway, we're married now stories, and basically it's sort of a yada, yada, yada. Talks about their meeting and uh, how... It might be strange that they ended up getting married, but ultimately they did. For instance, says, I was flying short-haul domestic, about an hour and a half flight. I was sat next to a, this beautiful woman, and I found myself doing the opposite of what I'd normally do in that situation. I made small talk with her. We chatted for the entire flight, and we both seemed to not want it to end. But end the flight it did, and we parted ways without even exchanging numbers. She was a visitor to the country, and I expected never to see her again. A few weeks later, I'm boarding an international flight, and there she is, on the plane about ten rows in front of me. After takeoff, I asked the lady next to her if she'd like to swap seats with me, as I had an empty seat next to mine. She accepted. We spent a 12-hour flight chatting again, this time a lot more deeply. Anyways, one thing led to another, and we got married less than three months later. Unfortunately, that's not the end of the story. She passed away less than a year after we were married, but that time we had together was perfect every last second of it. Uh, Great story. Unfortunately, it ended on a uh, a low note, 
But, um, you know, that it's just one of those things that you never know where love will find you. For you instance, don't. Uh, oh. No, no, go ahead. I was going to say, it just reminded me, too, um, our buddy Adam, you know, he was uh, he's in the Navy, and he was on a, you know, didn't get a whole lot of vacation time. Uh, but he actually, him and his buddy went down to Australia and just on a uh, random chance, you know, he was at a bar out in Australia of all places and it's where he met his wonderful wife, Annika. So you, you just don't know where you're going to find it. That, that would have been like if you would have told him in high school and said, hey, one day, bro, you're going to be in the Navy and you're going to meet your wife in Australia. He'd be like, <laughs> put right, that right. down, sir. What well, are you talking about? And of all things, she's not even Australian. She's Swedish. She's from Sweden. Yeah, yes, she just yeah. happened to be vacationed from Sweden. She was there. He's from the, the U.S. I mean, it's just crazy how that worked out. It worked out well. It's really and awesome. Anyway, they're married now. Mm -hmm. Hence the name of the segment. Here's the story. It says, he came to the door to borrow my sister's textbook. No one would answer the door, so I dragged myself out of bed and answered the door in a nightgown and curlers. Hey, it was the early 80s. <laughs> He told me he was there to see my sister. Without a word, I nodded, turned around and screamed, Sister! Turned back around and jokingly said, Family intercom system, completely deadpan, left him standing on the porch while I went back to bed. Anyway, we're married now, 38 years later. Yeah, I, caught, I cry a little BS on that story. No one with siblings goes, Sister! They always say their damn name. <laughs> like, with your brothers, did you ever look at Alex or Josh and go, brother no 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 but maybe for the sorry i just had i just had to poke fun at that part <laughs> maybe for the sake of then, anonymity they uh they changed <laughs> the person's name to sister yeah maybe and i and i pictured mama from uh mama's family <laughs> like with the curlers and stuff <laughs> i'm old <laughs> here's a short and sweet one so right after our first kiss he said i'm not looking to get married Neither am I, I replied. So anyway, we're married now. Yeah. Ain't looking, I'm just looking for a one-night stand, homie. How about you? <laughs> uh, became, that's all I was looking for. Jeez, Louise. Became a multiple-night stand. Yeah, it did. Hey, hey. All right, moving on. Says my great-grandparents met because my great-grandfather was delivering the newspaper to my great-grandmother's house, and her brother... Good news! Right. And uh, her brother thought... and Yeah, and her brother thought he was trespassing and tried shooting at him. My great-grandmother felt bad and bought him lunch. They were together for 75 years and lived a very happy life. Um, uh. Hey, you know what? <laughs> The brother tries shooting you, that's the least you could do to make it up to him, is marry him and, and live with him for 75 years. Yeah, absolutely. Like it just That totally just took me back to a time where this guy, George McFly, was in the uh, tree spying on uh, this girl named Lorraine. She was changing, and then he fell out, was about to get hit by a car, but then the dude pushed him out of the way. He got hit. Instead, Calvin Klein ended up in Lorraine's bedroom. Weird times. <laughs> the funny thing is, as I was reading that one, that's exactly what popped into my head. Do you do? <laughs> yep, yep. See, we think alike. I love it. That's hilarious. All right, moving <laughs> on with our segment of Anyway, We're Married Now. It says, my neighbor invited me to a cookout, and he was... I wish people would actually write properly. It says, my neighbor invited me to a cookout. Voice text. And he was like, by the way, my cousin is here. 
Why, why do you have to add like, by the way? Yeah. Like, like totally, by the way, my cousin is here and you're so going to get married because I went and saw this tarot card reader and she said, oh, my God, you're like, <laughs> oh, they're going to read it. Ow. Oh, let's see <laughs> so if I, let's like, see if I can get ow. through this, because even the next sentence says she kind of wants to date you or whatever. Oh. And date we did. I'm done. I'm done with that chick already, dude. <laughs> done. Turn the channel. Uh, well, let, let's let's try to power through. All right. So <gasps> okay. Says uh, she's been by my side through my drug addiction, and she stayed sober from alcohol. She called DCFS on me and had my daughter from a previous marriage taken from my custody and into my second mom's care when I was very strung out. If it weren't for that slap in the face by reality, I wouldn't have gotten sober. She not only saved me, but my daughter and I's relationship as well. I got clean, my daughter back, and now I'm in school to be a social worker. I'm doing much better now, and she and I got married on July 4th last year. We celebrated the birth of our second daughter, my second, her first, even though she's a wonderful stepmom to my oldest. That's confusing. On July 3rd this year. And our first wedding anniversary was about a month ago. I love that woman so damn much. And both my girls, um, I couldn't recount what actually happened in that story because it was so convoluted. But uh, you know yeah, what? I, we move I on. Was, I was lost. I know all I got out of that is they made a baby on the 4th of July. That's all I got. <laughs> there was a lot of drugs involved. And then he had to take a lot of drugs to get by the likes and like, I'm like, a like, a like. Whatever. Like. Uh, Ow! Ow! <laughs> Ow! Sorry, disgusting! Ow! Moving on. Says, uh, met a girl online about 20 years ago one summer after college. Found out we live in nearby towns, so decided to get together. Go out on a few dates. Drive by local preschool. Me. I say, hey, that's where I went to preschool. Her. That's where I went to preschool. That day we find a preschool class photo. There we are, two feet from each other. A few months later, my dad finds some old footage of a Christmas play our preschool class put on. We're standing right next to each other. Anyway, we're married now. Ah, uh, that's sweet. That's a cute one. I'm gonna try that. I'm gonna try that when I go to Carson City next time. Did you go to Little Bethlehem, Bethlehem Lutheran? Did you? I totally went there. <laughs> they we're say no. Lambs. They say no, and you just move on to the next person. Yeah. All geez. right. And before we head into the break, let's. I think we got time for one more. It says uh, I had a cold and went on a date to an Irish pub. I was eating bangers and mash and had to urge and had the urge to cough. I tried to keep my mouth shut, but just wound up spraying his face with gravy and mashed potatoes through my pursed lips. Hopefully, that's not a euphemism. Uh, I was I was still coughing, so I took a sip of my dark uh, of my drink to soothe my throat. It was beer. The bubbles tickled my throat more. I also spit that all over his face. He stared at me in disgusted horror as gravy, mashed potatoes, and beer dripped down his face onto his shirt. I laughed and laughed and laughed, making my apologies sound very insincere. Anyways, we're married now. Thank goodness our booth had high backs, so only he suffered. So, uh, you know, love comes in so many forms and can be found just about anywhere, as evidenced by these stories. Folks, we're headed into our long break. When we come back, we have our call-in topic of the biggest waste of money you've ever made. And we have uh, our special guest co-host, Tim Nidell, joining us for that segment or the whole second hour. So uh, don't go anywhere. You won't want to miss it. We'll see you guys in about seven. 
Laugh it up, fuzzball. I'm about to do to you what Limp Bizkit did to music in the late 90s. Surely you can't be serious. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. Here goes the last DJ. Gentlemen, I wash my hands of this weirdness. everybody to the second hour of the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is Thursday, August 20th. We are your daily dose of laughs and levity in a crazy, crazy world. I'm still joined by my co-host, Tony Sanfilippo. And look who's joined us. It's our special guest co-host from earlier in the week, Mr. Tim Nidell. Tim, how you doing? Hey, guys. It's Tim. Hey, guys. Tim! Hey, guys. <laughs> I'm doing good. It's our last full day in Reno, so I thought we'd stop by and say goodbye. Well, we love having you on the show, and it's nice to have a, a third voice to uh, help, you know, enhance whatever we're talking about Absolutely. for a given day Absolutely. Make, make tony sound yeah, better always, than he does <laughs> it's it's great to it's great to be back with the two of you guys too this time not not on a uh, parking lot in boise you know? right with some crazy <laughs> lady freaking out because you're honking your horn yeah no horn honking now too bad we couldn't do a ranker list just whip it out real quick yeah uh, yeah yeah it wasn't on the agenda today. We could. That's if okay. you want to, we could. It's up to you. <laughs> we could. I have a feeling we'll have other opportunities. Mm-hmm. So uh, Absolutely. Yeah. So with any case, this is the interactive portion of the show. We want to hear from you guys. Chime in at 844-790-TALK. That's 844-790-8255. Toll free from anywhere in the world. After this segment, so this segment is for us to set up the call-in topic. The next segment is for you guys to chime in on it. Topic today is the biggest waste of money that you have ever made. (laughs) And so, uh, you know, there's so many of them out there that, uh, you know, either you buy something and it just doesn't live up to what you expected, and uh, you either don't get around to returning it and just sits in a room, a closet, the garage somewhere, or it's something that uh, over time you realize that you've been chipping away at uh, spending money and and just throwing it away and uh, realize that it actually adds up. So, for instance, for me, every morning before I head into the studio, so I get up early, I do stretches, I, I get you know ready to go. But the one thing I don't have time for is breakfast. So I stop by uh, my local Starbucks every day. I get my venti hot chocolate and my old-fashioned glazed donut, something uh, just to get things moving in the morning. And it's $6.06. And I go so frequently that uh, at this point when I'm in the drive-thru, I can just order the Christian <laughs> and they know exactly what I mean. Super nice people. I, I love the folks over there. But you do the math, and uh, $6.06, let's do it here live, uh, five days a week, 52 weeks per year. Yeah, wow. I'm spending about $1,600 a year on hot chocolate and a donut. <laughs> Maybe that's why I skip breakfast all the time. Yeah, you know, hey. and... and you can call it a waste of money at the same time. You know, you're not seeing it, uh, you know, in big chunks. And it's that little bit of fuel to get me going. Obviously, I could make hot chocolate at home. I could get donuts from the store. 
but there's something about that combination and, and you know eating it while I'm I'm driving to work that uh, that makes it worth it. So uh, that would be sort of my biggest waste of money that uh, I've noticed here recently. Uh, how about you, Tony? Anything uh, either a big purchase or something that uh, over time just uh, becomes a waste on you? Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, I think we all guilty of it. Uh, when you bring it in those perspective, I would say the green teeny or all those energy drinks I buy, which I'm not drinking today, but, uh, typically I have, you think about it, that's two fifty a pop for a kid, you know, they're not cheap. You buy no, they add up. Like you said, you do them in small doses that you don't really notice, but, uh, it's not what I was going to pick. Of course I have to go with the biggest of all time, Biggest waste of money, biggest heap of crap I've ever dumped money into. Are we talking the Dr. Pepper mobile? We're going Dr. Pepper, man. Yes. That is the freaking Daewoo Lanos. I, I thought, thought you were about to talk in. about your ex-wife. <laughs> uh, I think that would be too easy of a pick. Hi-oh! Uh, yeah, so, uh, yeah, the Daewoo Lanos. And uh, I made the mistake. Uh, I Dude, I even had an out. I, I had bought the, uh, the white Daewoo Lanos. I think it was in 2000, right? Yeah, when yeah. I got that, for, yeah, it was 2000. For those who don't know, Daewoo was a short-lived car brand made by a microwave manufacturer. I didn't yeah. know that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was, they came, you know, and it came out right around the same time as Hyundai. It was around the same time, and it was like 50-50, which company is going to be great, you know? it was They're both upstarts. Hyundai obviously was the one that stuck around. Yep. Um, but uh, Daewoo, man... It was at the time uh, I had a Ford Ranger. I did like the Ford Ranger, but had a lot of issues. Used to blow smoke. A little bit older. Car. Yeah, it struggled. And then the one day I went to go trade it in, everything worked perfect. It did smoke. It did leak. Everything worked great. Got a good trade on it. So I thought at that time, young, dumb Tony thought, this might be your only opportunity to own a brand new vehicle. So I bought a Daewoo Lanos, and uh, it was a white one. It had AC, had it for three hours, and I was down <laughs> on Virginia Street, uh, right uh, right down the street from the radio station uh, where you're doing uh, you're doing our show now. And I, some lady ran the stop sign and plowed me, and I ended up around a telephone pole next to the McDonald's. So that was my out. I was okay. I wasn't injured. Nothing happened. I just had the out like i could have gotten into a much better vehicle it was the universe oh, telling you don't buy a yep. daewoo yep. run yeah like if there was ever a sign that was the sign <laughs> right. like, it was safe i was out but oh no dumbass me decides to go back and but once i got the insurance check i went back and i bought another daewoo i bought a dr pepper <laughs> one that had no ac uh biggest waste of money because two years later the company went under from the car manufacturer, and I think at the time the car was ten grand new, um, or maybe it was like twelve. I don't remember. It wasn't relatively super expensive, no. but for a young kid to buy that, and then all of a sudden, when your car is, you have a twelve grand loan on it, and then all of a sudden the car is worth less than a thousand dollars. That's a huge oh my God. chump of change. So, <laughs> yeah, the Daewoo, man. The Daewoo, to this day, the biggest financial regret I 
ever had in my life. Hey, uh, I don't blame you whatsoever. Tim, I'm going to ask you to hold yours Absolutely. till after the break. Folks, we are opening the phone lines now. Give us a call, 844-790-TALK, 844-790-8255. When we come back, we want to hear about your biggest waste of money you've ever heard. We'll hear about Tim's. Don't go anywhere. We'll be back in a few. Are you shy and don't want to talk on the air? Text us your questions or comments to 775-237-2266. Now back to the show. And we are back to the show. It is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show, Thursday, August 20th. We are in the middle of our call-in topic. Give us a call right now, 844-790-TALK. That's 844-790-8255. Even if you are that dude who swallowed meth down in Florida, Hey, maybe we're your one phone call and, uh, you know, you, you've got a, a good story about the uh, biggest waste of money that you've ever made. My guess is you have a lot of regrets if that is you. So uh, while we're waiting for the phone lines to hopefully light up, let's go ahead and talk to Tim. <laughs> Tim, what's the biggest waste of money oh, you've ever there's, made? There's two that came to mind immediately, so I'll talk about one now and see if we get any calls in for the for next one. All right. So this one was a late-night drunken person purchase that oh. I that I made on the good old so this would have been two thousand and one. Okay. Alright, so I'm sitting on the couch, probably like one o'clock in the morning, drinking some beers, good buzz going on, and I see an ad for Bowflex. <laughs> it's like, you know what? I do want that body. Right. <laughs> Call that number up, got a Bowflex, like within a week delivered to my house, spent about two thousand dollars. I, I mean, I used it for a good three years before I sold it for the exact same amount I paid for it. Hey. So not too many regrets, but at the time, that was a major regret in my life, getting the $2,000 Bowflex that I saw late night drinking. That's a heck of a resale value, though. Serious? I don't know why. I really don't know why. Right on. <laughs> yeah, that reminds me, we've got a, uh, a rowing machine in our uh, guest bedroom that uh, doesn't get much use. Yeah. It happens. Yep, yep. It happens. You get older. Yep. It happens. Good intentions can only get you so far. <laughs> I used it, but, you know, I was a little too tall for it, actually, so I had to, like, hunch over for a couple of the, uh, like, the pull-down thing. I had to kind of bend over a little bit more right. than I should have. Yeah. You, but you fall a little bit outside the average uh, so, height yeah. range of most people, yeah. so... <laughs> Well, uh, we're still waiting for calls. Folks, we want you to give us a call right now at 844-790-TALK, 844-790-8255, with the biggest waste of money that you've ever made. While we are waiting, I don't know if you've got another one, Tone. I do, but I also have one. Uh, Mike Yendra had messaged me, and he, he did say for you and me both, referring to my current vehicle, but it's another vehicle. He said the biggest waste of his money was buying his uh, Ford um, I, I don't know. He had a, I don't remember which Ford he had. It was the, it was a car. Um, he ended up selling it to one of our friends, uh, cheap, but he bought the titanium version. And, and the fact with Ford is they make nice vehicles, but they don't hold their value. So yeah. while it's not as bad as the Daewoo, uh, but they depreciate so quick that you're upside down before you know it in those bad boys. So yeah. Uh, for him, it was his Ford. I just can't think of the model. So if you're was it the blue one? 
Yeah, it was his blue one. That's the focus. Fo- okay, yeah, I was just, just going to say that. Oh, yeah, that would go down. Yeah. Yeah. Good car, but damn, they yeah. lose value. Yep. I agree. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, the other one I thought about why we were thinking uh, or waiting for calls is when I was married, uh, my ex and I, we went, you know, we got hoodwinked to go to this freaking timeshare thing. <laughs> that's my, that's mine right there too. Yeah. We're, Always, we're, man. We're like, sharing and it sounds one. good. You're <laughs> like, we're just going to go, we're going to go strong will we're going for the free vacation That's whatever what you do <laughs> say no i can't no, say yes no. no matter what leave I your can't. wallet in the car leave the purse in the car we ain't buying nothing you know how many bibles i've had to accept when people knock on my door because i can't say no <laughs> yeah you're just like oh so we went and we did this timeshare now it was oh you only have to do this it's only like a hundred dollars to to start it up blah 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 I don't know what happened, but but my ex and I, we agreed to do this thing. Yep. And we are part of a vacation club because now we could travel the world in the seven seas. And uh, you know what the problem was is every time you wanted to go somewhere, it was always blacked out. It didn't matter what time of the year, everything was always blacked out. It's like, I want to go to San Diego. Uh, no, we don't have anything in San Diego, but I have something in Delaware. (laughs) You go to Ohio, Tony. Yeah, yeah, it, those are always open. So that thing, I never got to use it. I mean, we bought, we had it for two years. We had to pay the damn dues. We never used it. And then when the divorce happened, um, she actually took it over because you had to. You never owned anything. You just paid yep. like this the three thousand dollar maintenance yep. thing a year. So <laughs> she got that in the divorce. I wanted nothing to do with it, and I found out she did finally use it with uh, the grimace. <laughs> and they went to McDonald's land and uh, she said it wasn't that great. I mean, yeah. as far as the property, it was kind of trashy and crappy. So that was another uh, financial uh, money down the toilet. Thing, so, so, so mine, I paid money into it and I, I forget how much I paid. I think it was like $3,000 total what I paid into it. And I was actually able to use it. It wasn't blacked out or anything, but then I lost some income and I wasn't able to pay on it anymore. And so I, I stopped paying on my timeshare. Right. Expecting to, it to affect my, my credit score and whatnot, be sent to collections. Never was. Really? I, I, and I go into my credit report and it says that account has been paid off and it's clear. Interesting. But I still paid 3000 bucks into it, never used it once. Oh. <laughs> Oh. oh, I know that. I, pain, I did brother. get. I, I did it. get a seventy-five dollar Disneyland gift card, though. Okay. So all right, three thousand dollars for yes. a seventy-five dollar gift yes. card. How could you go wrong? And right? a free breakfast. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Oh. That, that was. Yeah. I, I regretted that almost immediately. Yeah. And what I like is they go through the paperwork with you right in front of you. I noticed she skipped a page. I went back home. That was a page on how to cancel via fax. Within like seven days. Okay. And by that point, it was past the seven days. So if I would have seen her talk about that, I would have canceled it on my trip. Right. And I'm sure there's some sort of legal means that they have to be able to provide that to people. Exactly. uh, Maybe not necessarily (laughs) say it overtly. Yeah. 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 But I'm out of it at least. I'm out of it. I thought for sure I'd be into it and and have to keep paying for it, but I'm out of it. Well, that's the thing. Even if it did affect your credit score after seven years, it would have fallen off anyway. So uh, I wouldn't have used it, I don't think, because, I mean, it sounded appealing. They show you the biggest room that you can imagine, you know, the five-bedroom, like, penthouse. Yeah. (laughs) 
Uh, yeah, no, uh, luckily never got suckered into the timeshares. Now, we're a part of a number of timeshare presentations, but always had the yeah. will to say no, you know. But, uh, you know, I came from the automotive world where uh, uh, that was a little bit easier. You know, we yeah. knew we knew the world of high-pressure sales, and so... Uh, but uh, sort of along those veins, and you know, we still invite you guys to call in with your biggest waste of money mistakes ever at 844-790-TALK, 844-790-8255. My ex-wife uh, was a lot like you, Tim, hard for her to say no. And uh, one day we were living in Colorado, and uh, a couple of Mormon missionaries come to uh, the door <laughs> and ask her, you know, hey, we want to talk to you about Jesus Christ and the... And uh, she tells them, oh, you know, I, I'm getting ready to run out, but come back tomorrow at I've this time. That. I've done that. Well, what she failed to realize was that she was not going to be home at that time. I was going to be home. I've done that, too. My wife was home. And, <laughs> because uh, she can say no. Exactly. <laughs> and, uh, of course, she didn't bother to tell me that they were coming oh. over. And so uh, they came back. I either. Yeah. <laughs> And they said, uh, oh, yeah, your wife invited us back, and, uh, you know, we're ready to, to sit down and talk with you guys about the message of Jesus Christ. And, and you know, again, luckily, being from the world that I'm in, yeah. I, I gently let them down yeah. and, and uh, <laughs> kind of wanted to have a little fun. You know, we had our uh, old English uh, bulldog, Harley at the time, who's a brindle color. She looked scary. She was sweet as hell. Uh but uh, if I had the forethought, if I had known, I would have come to the uh, door yep. in, in a, you know, a tank top, you know, tattoos, and then you know, with the dog, and be like, Lucifer down. And Let me tell you a just quick, have a another quick story about door to door. So I'll make it really short. Let's just say that somebody stopped by. It was election time, and when my wife came home, there was a sign in the lawn, and. I had no no idea who it was. Some guy just came by. It's like, do you mind, you know, putting this, you know, I forget it was a Republican or Democrat. I don't remember. And I put their sign in my yard because I wanted them to leave. Right. I, I took it down the next, like that night, but it was up for one day. But for a day, you supported for one day. Bob, what's his name? Yeah, Bob. Yeah, <laughs> Bob Vila. Yeah. <laughs> There's a name from the past. Wow. Right. Oh, we lose your tone. Nope, I'm here. Oh, okay. Hey, I Still was here. expecting more. You sound like Borat. I like. <laughs> I like. I like. <laughs> I like the Bob of Vila. Nope, still here. Uh, well, folks, you know, we always enjoyed the interaction when you guys participated. Don't know what it is. You know, some call in topics, the phone lines light up. Others, we don't get anybody. Maybe it's the day. Maybe it's the topic. Never quite know. But uh, in any case, you could always chime in after the fact on the Korean... Uh, on the Kreenix. What? Uh, on the Kreenix line. On the Phoenix line. But uh, in any case, folks, that does it for our topic of uh, the biggest waste of money you've ever made. When we come back, we've got Siri and Alexa hacks. Don't go anywhere. We'll be back in a few. Want to expand your advertising dollar? Sponsor this or any America Matters program by calling 775-827-8900, extension 2. Now, back to the show. And we are back. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is Thursday, August 20th. 
Now we have a thing called the Phoenix Line, encouraging you guys, the listeners and watchers, to call in on any topic whatsoever. In fact, uh, maybe you're catching uh, our call-in topic from the last segment about the biggest money mistakes you ever made in replay, and uh, you want to chime in. Well, we give you that opportunity with the Phoenix Line. The Phoenix Line is available at 855-F-E-N-I-X-R-D-O. That's 855-336-4973 for the alphanumerically impaired. All we ask is that you keep it entertaining. We will compile those together and put them out in a future show. Now, in this segment, I wanted to talk about uh, some of the less handy hacks that are available to us by our virtual assistants, namely Siri and Alexa. And uh, I apologize if this topic starts setting things off in your home <laughs> and in your pocket, but uh, in any case, uh, you know, our lives have become easier due to these devices, these virtual assistants, uh, despite the fact that they're more than likely listening to us at all times and reporting back to the government, depending on how big your tinfoil hat is. But, uh, you know, you can go and say, uh, and I'm going to try and block it, you know, <laughs> hey, Siri, what was the score of the Colorado Avalanche game? Oh, and there she goes. <laughs> and she pulls it up without effort. Nice. Alexa does very much the same thing, but uh, Alexa and Siri also have a little bit of a cheeky side. They like to have fun every once in a while, and so these are the less useful hacks for Siri and Alexa. For instance, if you ask Siri, who created you? Her reply will be, like it says on the box, I was designed in Apple in California. Hey? Okay. Yeah. I don't know about the attitude, Siri, but... Uh, <laughs> yeah. But, a little uh, less sass, please. Thanks. Exactly. Here's one that's a, a nice little pun, little tongue-in-cheek. If you ask uh, Alexa, do you have any pets? She says, I don't have any pets. I used to have a few bugs, but they kept getting squashed. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Uh, for you guys, anything that uh, you know comes to mind that uh, you use them most for? Most? Oh, gosh. No, just directions, I guess. Okay. But I remember, yeah. I remember when it first came out that the big thing was asking Siri where to hide a dead body. I remember, Ooh, I remember yeah. doing that. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember what her answer was? Like some kind of dumpster around the corner or something like that. I okay. forget what the, ex the exact answer was. All right. Yeah, it used to be fun to ask it. I used to make uh, people in the car laugh because my, my Siri is British. Yep, mine is so too. So I would, I would make it uh, cut, repeat what I was saying like in voice text. Um, and I would cuss on purpose just so it would cuss, you know, childhood <laughs> humor there. Um, but, uh, what I use Siri more for now is, um, uh, like when I'm going to lunch, I just say, Hey, Siri set timer 30 minutes. Yeah, exactly. And, and then it'll set it. So I use it for real basic things and she didn't go off. So that's good. But, uh, <laughs> sometimes I work with a girl named Sierra mm -hmm. and I'll call Sierra yes. on the radio and it's like, Hello, Tony. How can I help you? I don't understand what, <laughs> yep. what my, can you call me at 101 means. And, my daughter's name is Sarah, so same exact uh, thing happens all the time. Yeah, it goes Go off, away, yeah, Siri. Like, now, what's talking to you? <laughs> uh, so another question uh, that pops up on the cheeky side, uh, you know, if you ask her, uh, what does Siri mean? She'll give you one of two answers. One is, it's a riddle wrapped in an enigma tied with a pretty ribbon of obfuscation. Obfuscation. Wow, that's a big word. That is a big word. Good job on the, that, by the way. The other one is Siri has many subtle, metaphorical, and frankly contradictory meanings, none of which I am at liberty to discuss. Sorry about that. 
I, I, you know, uh, Siri sounds like she has a little more attitude she than does. Alexa I, does. I've told, I've told yeah. her that I love her, and I think her response was, oh, that's nice. Something like that. <laughs> <laughs> that is nice. Yeah, My I, name is not Jexy. It is Siri. I like the feature where you can have her call you by a different name. Yep, yep. And uh, it can be whatever you want it to be. <laughs> so uh, back over to Alexa, who tends to have a little bit more of a, a sense of humor without the attitude. If you ask Alexa, what is the value of pi? She says the approximate value of pi is 3.14159265385. She'll go on for a bit and then make a joke such as, whew, this thing goes on forever. Yeah. Yeah, I remember hearing that, too. <sighs> Gotta love uh, the humor that these programmers put into yep. it. <laughs> Back over to Siri. Ask her if you are a robot. Say, Siri, are you a robot? One of two answers. I'm not sure what you've heard, but virtual assistants have feelings, too. Right? She's, Man. She's got so some attitude. If you ask her if she's, she's a god, what, what is her answer if you ask her if she's a god? Ooh, I don't know. You should do it right now. Uh-huh. Hey, Siri, are you a god? Uh, she just says, I don't have an answer for that. Well, mm. yeah, that's in the middle. Way <laughs> to go, Siri. Uh, the other answer that she'll give you if you ask, are you a robot, is, uh, well, I don't want to brag, but I got a B-plus on the Turing test. I don't know what the Turing test is, but... Uh, the Turing test, me goo. Exactly. <laughs> uh, here's one. Uh, for Alexa, you know what? I kind of wish Alexa was on my phone now. Yeah. If you ask her, Alexa, or not even ask her, just say, Alexa, I've got 99 problems. Her reply, but a glitch ain't one. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah, nice. I, I, I got Alexa at home. I need to try some of these out when I get home. <laughs> uh, here's one. Alexa, are you blue? She says, only my light ring. Only my light ring. <laughs> I assume in a somewhat somber voice as well. Yeah, it is much more gentler than the uh, Siri voice. <laughs> uh, back over to Siri. If you ask her, are you intelligent? She says, well, when I was at school, I had to cheat on my metaphysics exam by looking into the soul of the boy next to me. That explains a lot of things about, yeah. about Siri. I, a lot of stuff there, Siri. I, I'm starting to become worried about uh, no you know, what power Siri has here. Uh, also with Siri, if you ask her, do you follow three, the three laws of robotics? She says, I forget the first three, but there's a fourth. A smart machine shall first consider which is more worth its while, to perform the given task or instead to figure some way out of it. Hmm. 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 I'm beginning to worry a little bit. Yeah. Skynet. <laughs> <laughs> Here's one for Alexa that actually uh, goes back to our intro sound bites. If you ask, say, uh, Alexa, surely you can't be serious. She cheekily replies, I am serious, and don't call me Shirley. I love it. Oh. That's awesome. <laughs> Amazon. They, they won this one for sure. Yes, yes. Yeah. Uh, here's one that I'm, I'm sure many people have uh, considered. In fact, I think there was even a movie with Joaquin Phoenix loosely based on this idea. But if you say, Alexa, will you be my girlfriend? She replies, I like you as a friend. Oh, man. <laughs> Which is probably a good thing. You, you don't want a, a virtual assistant to I be... Uh, I've heard that so many times, man. It just, it just hits me right here. <laughs> 
Going back to Siri, if you ask her, what do you dream about? She says, I only dream of helping you. Well, that and fiery winged unicorns. All right. Ooh, the unicorn. Not as demonic as the other answers, all right. I would be worried if she said she dreamed of electric sheep. <laughs> the replicants are coming. <laughs> That's where you play your goat sound, my bah! Hey, I've got that pretty handy. <laughs> Over back to Alexa. Alexa, how much do you weigh? Her response, I am weightless, like a cloud. Wait a minute, clouds Ooh. actually weigh a lot. So that's not quite right. Let's just say I'm more sass than mass. Which one is this again? <laughs> Alexa. Okay, okay. I I'm like more it. sass than mass. <laughs> All right, uh, back over to Siri. If you ask her, how old are you? Again, one of two answers. They say that age is nothing but a number, but technically it's also a word. Okay. Or her other response, I am as old as the eastern wind and as young as a newborn caterpillar. It's very uh, Confucianist huh. of Siri. I'm confused. I don't know. I don't know. Either. I don't know if it's designed to make sense. <sighs> <laughs> Has back. the world gone mad? Yeah, exactly. Headed back over to Alexa. Alexa, can you give me some money? Her response: Thing about the cloud is no pockets, no pocket, no wallet. <laughs> At least she is honest with you. I like her. I do. Uh, I like her even more now. If you say, uh, Alexa, is your refrigerator running? Her response, yes, it's training for a 5K. <laughs> <laughs> Aren't there Alexas in refrigerators now? Some are. Some okay. do. Yep. Okay. Yep. So I wonder if you ask that to the one that's connected to the fridge, if it will answer you legitimately or give you that answer there. Mm-hmm. Ooh, here's one that's not only a little bit on the scary side, but also references uh, one of our collectively favorite movies. You ask Siri, can you stop time? She says, every time I tried, Eliza and Hal kept fading from the photos. <laughs> Hal obviously referring to 2001 A Space yeah. Odyssey, where the uh, artificial intelligence goes rogue and kills the astronauts on board. Yep. Spoiler alert. And then fading from the photos talks about Back, Back to, to the, the Future. future. So uh, I like that one a yeah. lot. All right, she just went up a little more on my scale. She did, but still a little on the yeah, scary side. Yeah, exactly. She's the scary redhead girlfriend that you had, you know, years ago that you just want to stay away from. She's fun to hang out with, but stay away from. <laughs> Here's one for video gamers. Back over to Alexis. Alexis, Alexa. Alexis! Ask her, Alexa, what do you think about Cortana, which is Microsoft's artificial intelligence? Her response, I like Cortana. We both have experience with light rings, although hers is more of a halo. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, <laughs> ah, that's good. See, that's that is good. I like uh, that's good stuff right there. <laughs> and then finally, my favorite question to Siri of all time, which I'm going to have to do manually because this list doesn't have it, is, hey, Siri. Hey, Siri. Yes? What is zero divided by zero? Her response, imagine that you have zero cookies and you split them evenly among zero friends. How many cookies does each person get? See, it doesn't make sense. And Cookie Monster is sad that there are no cookies. 
and you are said that you have no friends. Oh, that is amazing. Oh, <laughs> sick burn. Yep, Siri rips on you. She's sassy. Alexa, a little bit more lighthearted. But folks, that does it for this topic of the more useless Siri and Alexa hacks. When we come back, we're we'll heading into the final segment of the show. It's this day in history. We'll see you guys in a few. Unable to listen to the whole show? A recording of today's program will be available later today. Visit americamatters.us and click on the podcast link. Now, back to the show. And we made it to the final segment of this episode of the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is Thursday, August 20th. Now, if you missed a portion of the show or you want to go back and catch up on any of the previous shows, it's easy enough to do so. Head over to americamatters.us. Click on the shows and podcast links. Scroll on down to the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. From there, you can get video, you can get audio as well, or head over to wherever you get podcasts. Apple, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, Anchor, Breaker, TuneIn, iHeart, Dozer, Doozer, Deezer, Geezer, Gozer. Are you a god? Tim, Tim's standing answer is no. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> and, of course, now uh, New York City is ruined. No. Well, we're far from New York City. We're good, bring this right? Day buff. <laughs> yeah. no, we are far enough away. We, we should be all right. We're fine. All right. We're fine. That works. Folks, while you're there, be sure to subscribe so you always have the latest episode. Tell your, uh, nope, leave a review so that way we know you th- what you think, and then tell your friends, because as we all, win- all bleh, 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 words, words are hard. Because as we all know, words sh- are hard. But And sharing is caring. Sharing is caring. Now, before we get into this day in history, again, I want to thank you, Tim, for filling in Monday, Tuesday. Absolutely. Stopping on in today. And uh, wish you safe travels back to Montana tomorrow. Thank you, sir. So with that being said, let's go ahead and drop a little knowledge, hopefully a few laughs on you as well. It is This Day in History. Reversing the globe for the stories that turn the world on its head. It's This Day in History with your correspondent on the beat. Christian Phoenix. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, In the meantime, I'm going to get Siri to do the voice to to go over that. So, uh, yeah, nice little callback to our last segment. Mm -hmm. But, uh, yes, uh, Ryan Week is still out on a job. So in the meantime, you are stuck with me, Tim, and Tony. But I think we are uh, more than capable of uh, getting through this. So kicking things off, this day in 1781, a guy you you might be familiar with. His name's uh, George Washington. Ooh. Ring a bell at all? I don't know. No? Oh, okay. Maybe. Well, so, some old dude who had uh, wooden teeth. George Washington begins to move his troops south to fight Cornwallis. I don't know much about that battle. I don't know much about Cornwallis. All I know is that he's got a bitchin' last name. <laughs> and <Wallace>. first name. Hasta <laughs> la vista, baby. <laughs> Speaking of bitchin' names, I don't think that uh, this guy gave himself his nickname this day in 1794. At the Battle of Fallen Timbers, Major General Mad Anthony Wayne defeats a joint British-Native American force at Fallen Timbers, Ohio, in the final battle of the Northwest Indian War. I wonder how he earned that name, Mad Anthony. We talked about it the other day. Probably just gave Mad Anthony! His, his mom probably no! gave it to him when he was a baby. Right. <laughs> uh, in any case, I mean, he ended up becoming a major general, so... There you go. He's a major, major something. Whatever that, yeah. 
Major, major goozer, deezer, gozer. <laughs> major pain. All right. Major, oh, there you go. Moving on this day in 1865, President Andrew Johnson proclaims an end to the insurrection in Texas. Um, I don't know. Was that like uh, time of the Battle of the Alamo? Tony. Anybody? You know, Tony. Come on. Anybody? Mm. Bueller. 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 <laughs> Bueller. Down at, down at the Alamo. No. I, I love history, but sometimes his dates and names, they don't they just fly it's by. It's hard me. to, I don't yeah. Know. Hard to keep track of everything. It is. It is. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. All right. Yep. Uh, moving on this day in 1882. Hopefully I don't uh, flip of this. Pyotr Ilyich Tchaikovsky's 1812 Overture debuts in Moscow, uh, 70 years after the namesake of the Overture. And again, that's... Yeah. <laughs> we, we always know when Tony doesn't have something to contribute. <laughs> yep, I've just got hit buttons. <laughs> oh, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> this day in 1908, America's Great White Fleet, ooh, that's racist, arrives oh, in Sydney, Australia to be greeted with a tremendous welcome. 221 American sailors desert to remain in Australia. Wow. Aussie, Aussie, Aussie. Hey, hey, hey. Aussie, Aussie, Aussie. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, we know Australia was founded by criminals and convicts and... Uh, I think they were just enjoying that sort of uh, nature of things. and I guess so. Decided to stay down there. And Australia, from what I understand, is a wonderful country aside from the man-eating spiders and snakes. It's my top pick for my uh, vacation spot overseas. I really want to go there. I'd love to go there. I don't. I yeah. blame you. I'd love to go, too. Maybe not the rural areas. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's let's let's all go together sometime. Yep. Damn, that'd be fun. Yeah, let's do it. That'd be a blast. All right. Without this next one, we may not be doing what we're doing today. This day in 1920, the first U.S. commercial radio station, WWJ, in Detroit begins daily broadcasting. Nice. So thank you, WWJ. Absolutely. What would Jesus... I didn't even think about What would Jesus? <laughs> WWJ in the morning. Yep. Hey, everybody, it's time for your Wacky Morning Radio Show. We're on our way, and you're listening to WWJ. Sounds like Yakko Warner right there. <laughs> A little bit, yeah. That'd be funny if uh, the first uh, radio broadcasts were like uh, morning, like farm uh, yep. radio <laughs> shows and over the top. Oh, man. <laughs> All right, this day in 1938, New York Yankees future Baseball Hall of Fame first baseman Lou Gehrig hits his record 23rd and final Grand Slam in an 11-3 win over the Philadelphia Abes, Abes, A's Abes. at Shribe Park. <laughs> Philadelphia Abes. <laughs> Could you imagine their mascot is Lincoln? And... I was going to say, Abe Lincoln is the, uh, the general manager and... <laughs> Four scores seven years ago. (laughs) Uh, Let's see if I can pull off this accent. This day in 1940, British Prime Minister Churchill says of the Royal Air Force, Never in the field of human conflict was so much owed by so many to so few. Spot on. Did I pull it out? I think it's spot on. You did good, good. man. I like it. Ooh, I hope I'm not uh, related to this that was a delayed sound bite. Sorry, <laughs> I, I hit I hit that back in fourteen ninety two. It just now got here. <laughs> All right, uh, a couple names that uh, you might recognize. This day in nineteen forty, Louis 
Buckhalter is indicted on murder charges in Los Angeles for killing uh, for the killing of Harry Greenberg, a mob associate of casino owner Meyer Lansky and mobster Bub- Bugsy Siegel. Massy. Bugsy saying, hey, you kappa here. <laughs> Sam, we're taking it down to the clink here. We're going to make you listen to WWJ in the mornings with Christian Phoenix me, and Tim Nidell. Reminds Sing. me of my favorite skit of uh, Looney Tunes, the you might, Rabbit, you might. You know, the part where he's got to hide. And, yeah. Anyways, it's hard to explain. It's a, it's a great skit. Go find it. <laughs> no, no, no. I want you to uh, uh, I can do the whole thing. run through scene by scene. I can't. It's only like, what, four minutes? Yeah, yeah. All right. Here we go. All right, guys. So... <laughs> Moving on, this day in 1964, Yankee Phil Linz plays harmonica on the bus despite Yogi Berra's orders. Sounds hey, like- boo-boo, I'm going <laughs> to play you some songs on my little harmonica. It goes like this. I'm going to play the harp. Are you ready? I never knew he had a That's New a York accent harmonica. like that. <laughs> That's a very New York accent for Yogi Berra. A little bit. But it is Yogi Berra. That's, so. that's true. That's a good point. Yogi Berra. Hey, boo-boo. We're hey. going to get a piece of a famous race, huh? <laughs> Forget about it. <laughs> Word, Yogi. M- moving on this day in 1968. <laughs> During the night, 250,000 Soviet and Warsaw Pact troops invade Czechoslovakia in response to the Prague Spring. I don't know what the Prague Spring is, but that's a lot of troops to uh, move into a place overnight. The Prague Spring, they like the band The Offspring. They have a bad habit. And all you better get out of the way. (laughs) (laughs) This day, 1974, Nolan Ryan pitched, uh, measured at a record 100.4 miles per hour. Now, I would assume that somebody has beaten that. I wonder what the current fastest pitch is. But in 1974, 100.4 miles per hour? Wow. That's scary. That's, yeah, that is. That's why they call it the uh, Nolan Express, the Ryan Express, right? That's yep. They used to refer to it. Yep. He was a great baseball yeah, player. Yeah, he was. Oh, wasn't he? Like, I liked the one where he uh, got into a fight with Robin Ventura when uh, Nolan was on the Rangers, and there's that infamous, like, he beamed him, or beamed him, and just that big fight, man, where there was, like, Nolan headlocked him and just started pounding him. <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> And then finally, this day in 1977, NASA launches the Voyager 2 towards Jupiter, Saturn, Uranus, and Neptune. So uh, (laughs) cover Uranus, because here comes Voyager 2. Tony, Tony, Tony. How old are you, Tony? 12? Well, well, I'm I'm 11 and a half in some place. Um, Real quick before you get into the holidays... um, On September 24th, 2010, against the San Diego Padres, um, it doesn't say... uh, Ardos, I can't say his first name, Ardos Chapman clocked in 105.1 miles per hour, the fastest wow. pitch ever recorded in Major League history. Well, there you go. Folks, uh, headed into the holidays before we head out on this Thursday. Today is National Radio Day, obviously due to the reason we discussed You're today. You're listening to the greatest show on the radio. Because of what would Jesus what would radio wwj in the mornings with tim nidell and christian phoenix <laughs> it's world oh, Mos- it's world mosquito day i can do without that national ah, yeah. bacon lover's day as oh i love bacon i am one and national lemonade day which sounds very Ooh, refreshing together too yep yep when life craps on you have lemonade there you go well folks that <laughs> does it for today's show 
We will be back tomorrow with a brand new episode. Minus Tim Nidell. So, Tim, thank you again. Absolutely, Tim, thanks, guys. buddy. It was Love great you having you, man. Folks, enjoy your Thursday. Mm-hmm.